Hey guys, it's Amaryllis. I just wanted to give you a heads up that today's episode is probably not for the kids. So you may want to listen to it first if your children listen, or you may just want to skip this one for them. Okay. We try to have some lighthearted moments, but it's tough content. It's tough content. So just know, probably not a great one for the kids. Okay, see you in a sec. Hey, Misty. Hey, Amaryllis. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You're smiling so big like you didn't just have two hours conversation with me. (laughs) (laughs) I always get excited when you say my name. You like to hear your name. I do. I like to hear people (laughs) say my name. So, Um, Well, how are you? Um, Amazing. I had my all-time lifetime dream come true. I'm going to see Taylor Swift. Oh, gosh. I'm so How did that come about? Um, So, okay. This is terrible because I'm a terrible wife. So okay. my husband is very sweet, and he always likes to make sure that I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I had been wanting to go see Taylor Swift. And so when the tickets came out, he did the whole, like, join the clubs the and line, all this kind of the stuff whole queue. to try to get tickets. Well, he didn't. Yeah. And so and he told me. He was like, I tried, but I could. And I was like, it's okay. Like, it's not a big deal. Well, but Philip is real bad about surprising me with things Mm -hmm. like he'll say I didn't get it but then he really did get it yeah and so I had this dream that he really did get them yeah and so I got worried and so I called I called uh, Avery and I said hey has your daddy really bought me Taylor Swift tickets (laughs) and she goes what are you talking about and I said well because I'm worried because if he tries to like surprise me and it's like Surprise, you're going to Taylor Swift this weekend. I'm not going to have an outfit. Oh, it's... And I have to be able to order from Sheen, and Sheen takes about a week and a and half. A yeah. yeah. And so I have to plan an outfit. Like, I don't want to disappoint him and be sad because I don't have a great Taylor Swift outfit. And so she was like, no, mother, he did not buy you tickets. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I went home, and I was sitting there, and I told Philip, I said, I have to tell you something. And he said, what? And I said, I had a dream that you bought me Taylor Swift tickets. And he said, you did? And I said, yes. And he goes, well, I didn't buy you Taylor Swift tickets. And your daughter texted me today and asked me if you if I bought them. <laughs> and I told her I didn't buy them either. And I said, okay, well, it's like it's fine, whatever. And so then I called Avery back again the next day. And I said, now did he buy them? Because we said something. Because we talked about it. And she said, I don't think so. And I said, okay. So I didn't really think about it, except for like I made some um, some uh, collages of some outfits mm-hmm. that I would want to sure. wear mm-hmm. just in case. Of course. Maybe I texted him. Taylor to Swift it. emergency outfits. Maybe I texted him to him and said, "This is what I would wear if I had to go to if, Taylor Swift." If I had tickets. Yeah, and so um, then like two days later, he came in and he was like, "Hey, I got to tell you something," and I was like, "What?" And he said, "Listen, guy, he's so sweet." He said, listen, it's about to be our 25-year anniversary, and there are some things that only happen once in a lifetime. Because I told him, I said, this is the heiress tour. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> You're so stupid. I said, I said, never again on one stage will she sing a song from every album. Okay? I said, and I don't even know if she'll ever tour again, because she, she's heartbroken right now, because her and Joe broke up. But anyway, oh um, I know, <laughs> sweet precious soul so anyway um he said so because you've given me the best 25 years of my life I want to give you something 
that only happens once in a lifetime. Oh, gosh. And he gave me the ticket. Stop it. (laughs) Grief. And I said, Philip out there making all men look bad. And I cried. And I said, oh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. In Atlanta or Nashville? In Atlanta. And he got me floor seats. Stop it. I'm on the sixth row. Missed it. <laughs> I think he spent his whole bonus Did on it. Did he take out a loan? I think he spent his whole bonus on it. That's and he's not going. It's I you can, and Avery. I can literally um, measure how much he loves me in a dollar amount. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Me and Avery were floor seats. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Do you know how many pictures I'm going to take? Oh, wow. I didn't know there were floor seats. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't want to break your heart, but I am not a Swifty. Well, that's ridiculous. I am not. Why? Because I, I'm, listen, I know she's talented. I know she's, she, you know, I, 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 I do. I'm not taking really, that away from her. she writes every one of those songs. They, every one of them. I know. They and all, songs for other people. Missy, they all sound alike. Every single one of them. And when she sings live, I want to poke my ears out. I'm sorry, guys. This is going to be the last episode (laughs) of On the Dog. (laughs) Now, look, I'm not a songwriter, and I think that's such Mm -mm. a gift. I wish I was a songwriter. Mm -hmm. I I think it's amazing. And I credit where credit is due. And she does, you know, all these arrangements, and she has all these ideas for Mm -hmm. videos. I don't have have that gift. So, again, credit where credit is due. But... Um, I I just love a really good strong vocalist, and yeah. and that that's not Taylor Swift, and well, and her music to me all sounds alike. The only song I really really like of hers, um, well, there's a couple that are real catchy, but um, I really like that song "Mean" that she does. Uh-huh. I love that one, but I, I can't. I, I don't understand. Like I don't understand the hoopla. In your like, defense, it takes a really cultured ear. To hear the difference in all the songs, okay? Okay. Someone with a real... And I'm quite uncultured. Someone with a real mature musical talent. Right. Okay. Right. And I know you're still developing those. I'm still developing Both your it. culture and your musical talent. Right, right. I'm, I'm years ahead Now, Miss Dean, what that does department. attrition mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Missy, who's the H.U. guy? <laughs> Today, our pastor at church, first of all, Misty and I and my husband were sitting here having a conversation, and I used the word attrition in the conversation, and she was like, what does that mean? I said, huh? What does that mean? And then later on, she goes that (laughs) today our pastor quoted D.L. Hughley (laughs) in the sermon, and it was really D.L. Moody. No, D.L. Hughley is a black comedian, and D.L. Moody is an 1800s. Pastor <laughs> I, I said, did y'all hear the quote that Pastor Davin said by D.H. Hugo today? It was really good. <laughs> I don't think Pastor Calvin would probably have, oh. Pastor Calvin, Pastor uh, Davin would have his job if he actually <laughs> quoted D.L. Hughley on stage. We're going to do a side-by-side anyway, side of their picture. <laughs> I'm going to do a side-by-side picture. We absolutely will. <laughs> and so y'all pray for Misty. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so... So come again on culture. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have, I did go to the Dominican Republic one time. You did. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and I've been to all southern states. Yes, you have. You have. Except Texas. I haven't been there. That's culture. Yeah. That's culture. You're not missing anything so in Texas. You're welcome. Sorry, Texas people. Yeah. So what uh, have you been actually, up to? Actually, Texas is pretty great. Uh, oh, you know, losing 72 pounds. This girl that over is. here is melting away, y'all. Yeah. She's melting away. I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, so I've been doing that. Mm-hmm. I've been working my butt off. On one of I'm your like, jobs. I, I am like that old uh, that old Mad TV sketch with the Jamaican family has eight jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I finished one of my jobs. i got to go to the next job. And I'm, I'm over here with no jobs and floor seats at Toast. <laughs> Y'all, like, we don't make enough, we don't make a lot of money. I just won't work. And um, I went to Kenny Chesney the other night with my, my best friend from high school. And she is one of these that she's always got multiple jobs. Like, she does ultrasound. Yeah. And then she'll do, like. Multiple ex- strings of income is what I like to call yeah, it. Yeah, she'll do, like, extra shifts at the hospital. Yeah. She'll, like, do their computer program, whatever. And so um, the people behind us were talking to us, and they were like, man, like, can't believe this is on a Wednesday night. Like, people got to go to work the next morning. And so we're like, well, what do you do? And what do you do? And what do you do? And so my friend Shelly was like, I'm an ultrasound tech, and I work at da-da-da. And she goes, and my friend over here, she's just privileged. (laughs) Fact. Hashtag fact. And I was like, um, no, I don't. My garage door I ran into 10 years ago is still cracked. So (laughs) we just spend our money on things that are not. On Taylor Swift. Are not important right well listen that's fine that's your privilege you only live once um so so yeah just working and um trying to better myself over here yeah you know you're doing it I'm just doing the thing and your skin just keeps getting younger and I just keep wanting Botox I tried to get Botox the last time I went to see my sister Mm -hmm. um and she was so tired she was like I'm not doing it (laughs) (laughs) not but she actually didn't like we ended up deciding not this is such a sorry guys Fast forward if this is uninteresting. Yeah. She takes the, she draws blood and she spins it and takes the plasma out of it. And mm-hmm. then she injects the plasma into your face. Wow. You promised you would take me. Well, yeah. Well, this was like spring break and it was like doubled as our dentist visit <sighs> and all that stuff. Yeah. So, but next time I go, definitely I'm taking you with me. Please take definitely. me. Because Shoot I absolutely up. want, she actually tried, she was so tired and she was ready to go and she tried drawing my blood. And because she was so tired, she was like. She just didn't want to take the time to do it, and she blew out one of my veins. Oh, <laughs> no. but it wasn't her fault; it was me. I hadn't drank anything. You all don't day even day. need Botox, honestly. Well, thank you. You really don't. Thank you. Yeah. Um. All right. So, you want to tell the people what we're going to talk about tonight and why you're so angry? Well, I'm really angry at Amarillo. She made me watch the most horrific documentary I've ever <laughs> watched in my life. We were going to watch Barney, and I was like, No, let's watch this. No, let's watch this about a human monster. Yeah. Um. And so we're doing the. One on Jared, the monster. Yeah. I can't remember what the subtitle is, but it's like the Subway. Jared from Subway catching a monster or something Something like like that. that. But it's on ID. Right? Discovery Plus. Discovery Plus. Yeah. ID. Um, Also, this is on the dock. I'm Amaryllis. (laughs) Misty. (laughs) We watch documentaries, so you don't have to. (laughs) And we just love to hear ourselves talk. Oh, my gosh. So much. And we don't get to do that as often as we used to. I know. I know. Somebody gave us a review the other day. And, hey, you guys came through, by the way. Thank you. Ox223, whoever it was that gave us a bad review, you guys came through. So thank you for giving us a couple of reviews. Y'all helped us out. Thank you. Um, But this one person was like, it's my favorite part of the month. Oh, (laughs) Because now we're down to once a month. (laughs) 
said, every six weeks is my favorite. <laughs> I love it. Exactly. Baby, we are going to try our best yes. to do some more. We're, I mean, we're trying. We it's really just are. just we have to get some things behind us, really. Yeah, I'm really having to get my Taylor Swift outfits together. It's so hard. It's hard. It's so hard to look perfect. It's really hard. Yeah. So anyway, so I, I said, as soon as I saw the Jared Subway thing, because here's what I remember about Jared Subway. First of all, we're not going to get into the details here because they're grotesque. They are horrific details. Okay? And if you have a child, you may even not want them to listen to this. So, I mean, yeah, we're going to be we're going to be vague. We're going to be vague, very vague, but, but still, it's, it's definitely it's a, a difficult lot. subject. Yeah. So, and so I'm thinking, okay, it's Jared, and you know, I remember he's in jail for I think you know pictures of some kind and. I was like, you know, we've had a good time when we did horrific subjects before and tried to treat them with respect, like the kidnapped one. What was that? What did we say? Abducted in plain sight. Mm-hmm. It was a horrible story. We tried to find the humor in the part, the small parts that we could. And right. The same, I can't remember what the name was of the girl that was kidnapped when she was a child. Uh, the girl in the picture. Yes, that one. Mm-hmm. Horrific. There's nothing to laugh at in that whole program. And somehow we were able to find some joy in some parts. So I was like, you know, I, I don't I don't remember the details of this story. I just know Jared's in jail. And, and I don't watch the news, so I thought it was about sandwich making. N- it is not about sandwich making. No. So so I was like, so we could probably find something funny in this. And as it turns out, no, there's not a dang thing. There's nothing in there. There's nothing in there. Mm-mm. I had zero idea the what had gone down there. The depths of I, it. I had no idea. I thought this was a situation where... This guy was getting his rocks off at home, and he had some pictures, mm-hmm. and uh, and he had been caught with pictures, and that's why you get sent to jail. That's enough to send you to jail, and he should be in jail, right? That's what I did not understand was what the depravity of this man. Let's talk about the sandwich eater. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even really want to say his name. He's such a He's gross. Person. He's so bad. He's such a horrible person. Okay, so everybody remembers the commercials, right? Yes. Okay, do you you remember where they first came out? I do, yeah. And he was a juggernaut. Like, he was a, he was, he, like, physically he was very large, but mm-hmm. his, his fame became insane. Somehow people really resonated with him eating a sandwich every day at Subway, and he yeah. only lost what was it, two hundred thirty pounds, two hundred forty-six pounds, or something. Yeah, it's insane amounts. Of yeah, weight. and he did it by eating. Do you remember? Also, do you know that? I remember one time there was a blogger that did an analysis on Subway bread, and she mm-hmm. said it was made out of the same material that yoga mats are made out of. <laughs> really? Yes. Those are the most delicious yoga mats. You love Subway, don't you? I can't ever eat it again now. That's why I'm so mad at you. Well, no, no, I mean, why can't you eat it again? Because they said that maybe Subway was not being... They didn't um, really pay attention to They didn't really investigate the, the way flags. that they should. And please don't try to sue us, Subway, because we ain't got no money. I spent it <laughs> all on my Taylor Swift tickets. I'm sorry. Allegedly. We're Alleg- not saying anything that Allegedly, that documentary didn't say. We just know what that documentary said, and they said they didn't feel like they took it seriously. seriously. They took it seriously, yeah. right. Well... When you have somebody who's your spokesman for 15 years, I mean, he mm-hmm. is he is Subway. Well, now I'm conflicted. And even now, like, even to this day, when, and they've tried so hard with, like, five, uh, $5 footlongs and, you know, different football and baseball and, and well, play, all sh- these different kinds of people that they're trying to get to be their spokespeople. To this day, 
None of those people are associated with Subway. It's Jared that's associated with well, Subway. Well, and the shape of the sandwich doesn't help. Am I S T Y? No. <laughs> That's all I could think about when I was watching it. I was like, really? Y'all are going to let this guy be your spokesperson for your sandwich that already looks like a penis? <laughs> and he's a sexual deviant? But they didn't know when they hired him. My favorite part of this documentary was at the beginning. When they, when they interviewed his high school friends, and they were like, would you have ever sat with Jared? And they said <laughs> they no. Said no. <laughs> and they you, said it would have been social suicide. And I felt bad for Jared at the beginning, but then I was like, dude, you didn't deserve to have anybody sit by you anyway, Well, you monster. Right. Well, at that time, they didn't know that. They were like, nope, we would never have sat next to him. <laughs> well, I don't know that they could have. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they said that he was like it was very large. so large. Yeah, that was very large. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't just who he could sit by, but yeah. physically How? sitting. Yeah. Have you seen the size of those little stools? Yeah. Oh yeah. They yeah, make yeah. you sit on a lunch table. Oh no, I I'm with you. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm sure like it was not a pleasant experience to be in high school right, at that right. size. But it, that was my favorite when she was like, "Oh no, I would never have said that." She said, mm, "Ever, mm, ever." And uh, but. But then she was like, I know him when he became famous. But you know what he could have helped was that butt cut. Hairstyle. Well, also, I mean, what was that? Was that the early 80s? Or, or not early 80s. It had to have been the late 80s. He's been late 80s, age. yeah. Late 80s. He's about my Probably age. Early 90s, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so, so Jared's just a very large guy. And then somehow he lost all this weight by eating uh, one or two of these sandwiches every day. That was his. That was his nutrition. So, from what I understood, he ate a six-inch because they said a small turkey sub, and then for dinner he ate a veggie delight, and that was it mm-hmm. all day long. Right. Which cannot be healthy. No, it cannot. He was not getting. I mean, it's basically right. starvation, right? It's starvation, and then he kept it off for a long time. Like he, I don't know what he looks like now, but I, I saw those. Uh, pictures of him going back in and he looked like he was bringing it back he, he wasn't eating like subway anymore yeah. yeah so but he he lost all that weight and and subway heard about it and they made him the face of subway mm-hmm. and it really resonated with people right um because it was probably around that time that america started gaining mm-hmm. tons and tons of weight and so people were really fighting it and well and it was also one of those things where people were saying well it's easy for these people to lose weight because they have the time and they have the money mm-hmm. to have private chefs or meal plans or diets or whatever. And this was like the everyman diet. Like everybody, everybody could be convenient and run into Subway and spend five bucks on a foot long, yeah. you know. So it was affordable and it mm-hmm. was convenient and it was fast. And, and it you was filling to, and it was good. Yeah, and you didn't have to do anything. And so everybody yeah. was like, this is perfect. Yeah. So... So he becomes very famous, mm-hmm. and he starts touring the world, basically, schools, mm-hmm. organizations, corporate talks. He becomes a millionaire. $15 million yeah. was his net worth. I'm thinking about, once I lose all my weight, becoming a millionaire. I think you should. After <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> I mean, i got to figure out somehow how to monetize this thing. Yeah. i yeah. got to figure it out. I mean, if we could monetize anything, it would be this podcast, but we didn't, we, we didn't do that. <laughs> because we could not keep we up. We could not it. keep up with it. 
By the way, if you are a Patreon member, we are just going to pause billing uh, indefinitely. Indefinitely, I couldn't think of that word. But all your stuff's still there. You can listen. Yeah, everything's it was everything's on there. I've got a calendar alert that says at specific time of the month to go back in and to pause it again so you don't get charged. Yeah. So maybe at some point when Misty and I get our lives together, we can yeah. come back. Because that was fun. We really enjoyed that. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so he becomes famous. And somewhere along the way, he creates the Jared Foundation. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing this from memory because I didn't take notes. Because I don't think he deserves one second of my I didn't take any notes because I was holding my ears and rocking back and forth during half of it. It was terrible. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah, this is one we recommend you not watch. Just like I looked at Philip and I said, I hate Amaryllis. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I told you. And he said, why? <laughs> he and said, I, I told you. I said, this is horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, this is your Grey Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> and in all fairness, I didn't even, like I didn't finish watching it till today either. And all I had seen when I told you let's watch Jared mm-hmm. was like the first 30 minutes where he was still overweight. He was still trying to lose the weight. And he yeah. Was, and I, and I still, I didn't know that the extent of his crimes. The depravity. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know the, I didn't know what he had done. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so he, they start the Jared Foundation. It's just, you know, a, a charity. And I don't know what the Jared Foundation did. Um, Do you remember? From what I can gather, basically he went around to schools, specifically elementary and middle schools, and talked to them about, eating healthy and having a healthy active lifestyle so he'd go into like gym classes and he would be like Jared yeah be like Jared kind of thing and he would organize walks for them and say you know get your family on board and all this kind of stuff so that was basically the Jared Foundation it was like a kid's he specifically targeted kids sure yeah sure. well you got to catch kids you yeah. got to catch kids or if if they don't get their weight under control at that point right that was a good excuse it's over that was a good excuse. What'd you say? It's over. It's over, if yeah. They don't get it in. Um, at this point, we meet another character in this whole horrible story, and uh, his last name was Taylor, and he beca- he becomes the director of this foundation, I think, right. if I remember correctly. And he and Jared align really closely. They work very, very closely. Mm-hmm. Taylor meets some woman who happens to be some very conservative Christian woman and marries her. She has a couple of daughters. 10 or 11-year-old daughters mm-hmm. and 10 and 13-year-old daughters. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, things start kind of going a little – she starts kind of abandoning her faith. She starts encouraging her girls to do this, to do that. As they become older teenagers, mm-hmm. they're free to drink. They're free to explore sexuality. They're free to do a lot of things that their friends get in trouble for. Right. Okay. Right. But now – during the Jared Foundation, a a journalist is con- contacts Jared and yep. wants to do a story on him. It's this woman, um, Rochelle. Rochelle. She's a young single woman. She has two young kids. She's on the. Ra- she has a radio show. She has a radio show. She has a television um, show. She's kind of a local celebrity. Yep. And so she meets Jared, and she said at their first meeting. They were at a middle school, and she was really excited to interview him. Like, he's a celebrity. She's pumped, man. Yeah, she's like, you know, he's doing great things and this at the school. And so she said that um, she got some really weird vibes the first time she ever met him. They had both sat down to start the interview, and Jared leaned over to her and said, Hey, um, 
these middle school girls are really hot. He had just met her. Just met her. And she said she was so taken back. And like, grossed out. Grossed out. She she literally went to the bathroom and vomited. Yeah. And she said that, you know, it, it wasn't like she could just jump up and leave or say, like, she was like, nobody else heard it. He, oh, whisp- yeah. he whispered it just to me. Just between the two of them. It was almost like he found it thrilling mm-hmm. that he had said that to her right before she was about to start interviewing him. And so she said she pushed through the interview, but the whole time she was sick. Like, she's looking at these kids, and she's going, oh, my God, like, something's wrong with this guy. Like, mm. this this is not the Jared that I've seen on TV, right. you know? And so immediately she comes home, and she starts getting this feeling in her stomach, thinking, you know, this is a guy who has a lot of influence. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of money. Now he has this foundation where he's literally only working with children for someone to be that bold and say that to me he has to have deeper darker things going on and even if he hasn't done them yet he has the potential to do them to do them and I need to do something and so she decided this woman is amazing she's amazing she decided to figure out a way to develop a relationship with him and record him on tape because she's like nobody will believe me if I just go and say it I don't have any proof um so she does like she just she starts she makes she makes Jared fall in love with her yeah yeah they have they have I wouldn't call it a romantic relationship on her side but he really thought it was a romantic relationship Mm -hmm. like he would call her and she said it was just gross for her you know it was just a horrific thing for her to have to listen to, but she knew that she had to be, she said she hated the person that she was playing. Pretending to be. Because, and she knew she had to do it in order to elicit. And she said that she was physically ill every yes. time she got on the phone with him. And, and they played the recordings. Yeah, they the played. Rec- it was him saying things, you guys, we're not going to repeat them. We can't. You can't. You know, we can't. But um, it was it was about how he found young girls and boys incredibly attractive Mm -hmm. he talked about his experiences out of this country where he had Mm -hmm. had experiences with young people and how he really wanted those things to happen here and how he wanted to experience them with her and and she would egg him on she would say well what would we do and he because she wants to get oh yeah she didn't yeah yeah, it's not for her benefit but she was trying to get him on tape right and after she'd had a number of these, I think maybe a year of mm-hmm. this, right? Mm-hmm. She went to the FBI finally. Well, the thing that triggered her to go to the FBI was he started asking about her children. He said, would you let me with your children? Yes. yes. And she she just was like, okay, well You could now. tell on that recording she was breathtaking. Like, yeah, she. you could tell she was struggling yes. to continue to speak. And she couldn't even bring herself to engage him in it. She'd just be like, I don't know. I don't, yep. I don't know. But um, she went at that point, she got, she got scared, and she went to the FBI. And the FBI said what? Well, the FBI said, and it's true, there was, it was just a lot of talk, right? Mm-hmm. It was just him saying, because it is, it's not illegal to, to be attracted to, to a child. It's right. not illegal to have these feelings. You can't regulate that. Mm-hmm. What is illegal is acting on these things. And none of the things that he had said indicated that he had acted, actually acted on something 
locally. Yeah, they didn't have proof. Right. And so they said the best way that, first off, they scared her. And they said, look, you've recorded him illegally. And so you could really face charges for doing this. Not only that, you could mess up any potential for us to charge him later. So what we need you to do is we need you to lure him across state lines Mm -hmm. in the attempt that he is going to cross state lines in order to commit an act on a child. That's a federal crime. If you cross state lines with the intent to commit. The act of him traveling Mm -hmm. is enough to put him away. To show intent. Yes. And so basically she had to, this is terrible, she she had to fake that she was going to throw a birthday party for her child. Mm Mm-hmm. And invite him to come. He knew all his friends, the little friends were coming. The little friends. And invite him to come in order to victimize some of these children at this party. Right. And, and he thought, she's totally on board with this. this yeah. This is fantastic. And he, he was all excited about it. Well, so the party was supposed to be on a Friday. And he calls her and says, hey, look, my schedule's messed up. Um, I, I still want to come because apparently he was... Like, well, I'll still victimize your children. Oh, I'm still down for this. Yeah, Yeah. but I'll come early, and we'll just victimize your children. And she was like, oh, God. Like, no, this is this. So she contacts FBI, and she says, hey, he's going to come early. And they say, we can't be ready in time. We can't be ready. Yeah. And and that kind of blew my mind. That ticked me off. That blew my mind. They were like, we can be ready Friday, but we can't be ready Wednesday. To apprehend this child molester, we can't. Yeah, I'm sorry. We if, can't. He, if he doesn't come Friday, he, then the word's not going to do it. Yeah. And so she begged him, please come Friday. He said, no, he can't. So she ended up saying, I'm, I'm canceling the whole party. Yeah. She cancels it, and then she decided to go to her local police and turn in the FBI to the local police. Oh, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? <laughs> no. Yeah. So she ends up going to her local police, and she says, look, I've been working with the FBI. Like they're not doing anything. They're they're dragging their feet. Now I've I've gotten into this relationship with this predator. I'm scared for my life. I'm scared for my children's life and their safety. Yeah. I I don't know what to do. And so they basically are like, okay, like we're gonna step in and help you. Yeah. And so somehow I didn't really understand I don't understand all the judicial things that went on but somehow her local um the local agency said look we can't do anything because he's not here but we will contact the local agency where he lives and give them all this information and see if they can investigate him and so that's what they did and basically what they did was they started with his partner the guy yeah. Remember? Mm-hmm. They, um, Taylor, his last name's Taylor. Taylor. That was the guy who married the woman and had the two children. Mm-hmm. And they. Well, it was her children. Like her, her yeah, children. her children. Yeah. And so basically, they go in and they do kind of like a SWAT team siege on his house. Mm-hmm. They collect all this evidence. And to their surprise, they're thinking, oh, well, we're just going to find things like texts from Jared to mm-hmm. him. He's going to be nope. somebody that we can pull in first and get him to roll over That's on Jared. Yep. And that is not what they found. They found cameras in household items, mm-hmm. like a clock or maybe even like a teddy bear. Just Yeah. Just tiny little cameras. But the cameras were in places where the girls were. Showers. Showers, Bathroom. their bedrooms, mm-hmm. anywhere that was private. And... So he goes, look, I just did that 
because I wanted to prevent theft. I wanted my house to be safe. Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, that we would believe that, except we also found pornographic tapes ha with footage where the location were these cameras. Mm -hmm. And as it turns out, he had been videotaping these girls in compromising positions, mm -hmm. as a teenager might get. Right. And just undressing, undressed, getting ready for bed. Yeah. Their daughters, the, the girls friends yes that's been um mine. and and so they arrest him and they the found a picture like, I mean, that's child pornography so they arrested him well and you think to yourself like well how did how did they get how were they able to just go in his house so the way that they were able to get inside of his house y'all this is so disgusting so don't let anybody listen to this but basically so the act of bestiality is not a crime for some reason in some places. In some places, I guess, where they live. But sending a picture of it is a crime. And they found on this guy's phone mm -hmm. in the data where he had sent a picture of that containing his wife. His wife was in the act of doing something with an animal, an animal. to yep. Jared. And so that's how they were able to seize this guy's house. So once they seized all that, they were able to download all the communication between he and Jared then they jumped on Jared's house. So, well, not only that, Taylor goes, hey, all this stuff that you're seeing, it's not for me. Right. It's for Jared. Yeah. He's the one who wanted it, and that's the only reason I'm doing it. And I'm producing it for him. Yes. It's all for him. Mm -hmm. It's all for him. And they went over to Jared's house. They did a huge seizure. The, is that what it's called? A seizure? A they seizure. seized everything. Yeah. Uh, uh, a raid. A raid. That's the mm -hmm. word I'm trying to think of. They raided his house. They took all the computers. They took everything. The media found out about it immediately. There were cameras everywhere, helicopters, media. Okay, to give you an idea of how much porn child pornography and just disgusting files that he had, they said that they seized over five terabytes. Do you know how large that is? Yes, it's an enormous I amount. did not understand how large it was. Well, my husband's in IT, and so I said, well, what is? what would five terabytes be equivalent to? And he said, well, I'll put it like this. Our mainframe at, at his company, um, which is a huge company, he said, our entire organization is run off about five terabytes, and we've been in business 20 years. Yeah, it's a lot. It's it's a an lot. astronomical amount. It's a lot. They also discovered the text messages are what really repulsive. Yes, and 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 it makes me think the depravity is so. If I'm doing something illegal, and he knows it's illegal, right? It's it, like he I, knows it's illegal. Of course. It, it, I'm not sending text. I'm not going to send a text message to you, Misty, that says I'm going to rob a bank tomorrow. Okay. Right. I may call you on the telephone to tell you so that nobody else ever hears about it ever again. Mm -hmm. I, not only is this man depraved and sick and should be in jail really for longer than he was sentenced, but he's an idiot. Oh, you're just going to get mad when you find out how long he's in jail. Oh, I know how long he's in jail. And I meant to I'm look. I'm saying they're going to get mad. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. And, and I meant to look how much longer he's got left. Till 2027. 2027, which mm -hmm. is right around the corner, too. Yeah. So... So they found all these text messages, uh, and and they, they we also I don't I don't know if I want to say, but when do we hear 
his confession of what he had done when he had been to travel to Thailand with Robert. Right. With Taylor. Robert. It's Robert Taylor. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Um, he, he had, he confessed to doing things. Like before it had been, I want to do these things. Right. I'm really attracted to these kids. They're hot. This 11-year-old is hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this one recording, he was like, oh, we went to Thailand and. We did yeah. this and this and this. They also found that he had. He had, in, he had. You got put your put your kids away. That he had hired underage prostitutes, prostitutes. in New York mm-hmm. and in Boston. Is mm-hmm. it Boston? It was another city. I can't remember. Uh, two American cities. Mm-hmm. He was able to procure 10 11 year old children mm-hmm. to do what he did in the United States. In the United States. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. horrific, Horrible. horrific. Horrible. And it was so bad that, first of all, his wife was like, what? But somewhere along the way, he got married, and he had children with her. Two children. Two children. She didn't even give him a chance. She was like, she didn't even say, you know, like the Josh Duggar family. Who's yeah, like, no. She, she was, was like, like, oh, he didn't do it. She was like, oh, no, I know you did it, and I'm out. And I'm suing you. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh to her credit, she was like, I got to get these kids out of this yeah, house. Yeah, she was devastated. Yeah. Oh, gosh, can you imagine? I cannot even imagine. No, it's horrible. So so his wife leaves, and he he. it was so bad that he didn't even say, oh, I'm not guilty. He Mm-mm. said, uh, I'm very guilty. I feel really bad about it. I have disease. I'm sick. This is horrible, and I'll spend the rest of my life thinking about the children that I have hurt. And the judge said, well, I don't care. Uh, and how about those are the wrong words to say? Those we don't want you thinking about those children Mm-mm. ever again. Yeah, stop talking. Don't about even my kids. let them enter your mind. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm saying is, I guess the evidence was so strong that there's no defense against it. No, there's zero defense. You know, I think about Josh Duggar and how the feds had a really strong case. Like it was pretty airtight what they came up with for him. They yeah. were like, here's the timeline. Here's when the pictures were downloaded, and mm-hmm. we know you were there. And, but he uh, he had some sort of defense where he was like, "Well, maybe I wasn't there, or how could I do this? I'm a man Some, of God. Somebody you know, he had set me up. Yeah. Yes, exactly. With Jared, there was zero wiggle room. Chance. Yeah. There's zero wiggle room. And with our um, amazing judicial system, <laughs> they were able to really nail him to the wall with 15 whole years. 15 whole years. Yeah. Now he'll be a, a he'll be a, 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 a predator, not a predator. He will be a predator, but he'll be a um, sex offender mm-hmm. registrant for the rest of his life. Right. Um, he, I don't know what kind of monitoring monitoring he'll have outside of that, mm-hmm. but he needs to never be able to see anybody under the age of twenty five. Well, I mean, and I. I looked online, and if this is correct, he will still come out of jail a millionaire. He's, oh, I'm sure. He wouldn't have lost his he money. He still has a net worth of $5 million after he paid off his wife. Yeah, I, yeah, he wouldn't have lost his money because you can't make money off of a victim when you're in jail. That's that's a law. Right. Most states have that law. Yeah. But they can't take your money. It's already yours. Right, right. So, so I mean, he'll come out. He'll have a house. He'll be able to pay for his meals. He'll and be, he'll have money to be a predator And again. he'll be able to groom whoever he wants. Right. And he was very good at it. He was trying to teach Rochelle and, about it. And most likely, he'll get some type of visitation with those children. 
you think? Yes, absolutely. Uh, first of all, I'm hopeful that his children will be old enough. Like, they'll be, I don't know how old they were when they, they when were went young. to jail. They were young. So I'm hoping that they'll be close to, like, 18 where they're like, no thanks. No thanks. No yeah. thanks. And I bet that mama will be like, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. But um, at the very end of this, do you want to talk about the very, very end? Did you listen? Did you end up listening to it? I did. Um, we go back to this Taylor guy and, and these, and that, now, now, now Taylor, that Taylor guy went to jail. He got a lot of years too. He, I think he got more than Jared. He did. He got a lot yeah. of years. He's in jail. Now he was a bad mm-hmm. guy too. Yeah, he was. Um, and then of course Jared went to jail, but now we're still trying to figure out Taylor's wife. Right. Because she was involved too. She was also, you know, pushing the envelope on things that these girls needed to do, mm-hmm. encouraging them to be sexual at 11, 12, 13 years old. Right. And so a few years later, the girls get a phone call, mm-hmm. and they said, we're reopening this case. We've gotten some new information. Yeah. And, um, again, you might want to put your children away. They said, and we're only telling you this so you don't have to sit down and watch this movie. Because so really you, you do not shocked. want to. It's yeah, very depressing. It's horrible. They said, we're going to tell you some things about your mom that you didn't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually, I don't know that I want to say them, but they were some very depraved is really the best way to say it. Very depraved things that this woman did when looking at her girls, when thinking about her girls, and when talking about her girls, that the girls had no idea about the evil that was going on. And she's in jail. She basically victimized them without their knowledge. Yes. Mm -hmm. She's in jail for 50 years. Yeah. She's in jail for... So all these people, thank God, they were caught. And these poor babies are... Amazing. Amazing and broken and sad. And thankfully seem to be very well adjusted still. Yeah. To be able to wrap their minds around that well it's hard to wrap your minds around it because you think about your own kids and I've thought about what would happen if in our family that happened and we discovered that something had happened to our children Mm -hmm. I've thought about that and I thought well that person probably wouldn't live very long no Mm -hmm. at our house Mm -hmm. I mean it just no you know damn the consequences of what would happen you know it and I, and I think about this woman and what she did and how she thought of these girls, and I can't understand. You can't wrap your mind around that. I can't understand how she would look at those pretty little babies and think. Who you carried in your body. Yeah. And you raised. Yeah. It, yeah. It's horrific. And yeah. you turn them into objects instead of your human babies. Yes. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. And, and, and For a man. One of those girls had already had a baby, and she said, you know, I look at my kid, and I can't understand. She said, the love I have for that child is more than I can explain and right and and that's you know I, I can't understand how this woman went from one extreme to another and how she was so manipulated I don't know if it's something even to be admired that somebody could manipulate somebody that way you mm-hmm. know it's it's like gracious how and how do you let yourself be manipulated that way right you know how do you allow yourself you know I look at that Rochelle and I think she was horrified by Jared saying would you let me do this to your children? Right. Just outright. And she was, and she was like, okay, that's it. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. I don't care about anybody else now. I'm out. Because I mean, my I kids just are- have so much respect for her. I mean, that, that woman 
didn't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it literally went from a creepy comment and her having a gut yeah. feeling to her putting herself and I her children out. in danger because she just knew he was a predator and he yeah. needed to be removed. And yeah. thank God she did. I mean, can you imagine how many more victims he would have? Yeah. Or he may have victimized his own children. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's the scary just, part. You don't know. Yeah. So I guess what we're telling you guys is Don't. I'm very sorry, Misty, that I made you watch this. I didn't know myself how terrible it was going to be. I will have nightmares. I really I really thought that it was just, hey, Jared had some pictures. And, and this excuse, is going to be a funny story. And excuse me of, for laughing at the beginning, but it is the only way I can I can deal. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people will understand that, and they know us in our heart. I mean, we're heartbroken for these victims. It's, hor- it's horrible. It's horrible. It's yeah. um, horrible. But I didn't know. I really I had no idea the depth. Of evil. Evil, evil, evil is what it is. It's terrible. So do not watch it. Avoid it. It's a terrible, terrible story. And, you know, you look at somebody like that and you go, you know, you had this crappy adolescence and childhood. And you know what it feels like to feel like you're nothing. Why would you make another child feel like literally an object, nothing, trash, you know? And you're so fortunate. You've been given all this money. You now have this. His wife was beautiful. A platform. You have a platform. You have a beautiful wife. You have a family. What inside of you is so broken, dark that you could do something like he that? He said he had a sexual addiction. But to me, a sexual addiction is different. Well, right? and you know, they said they only gave him 15 years because they thought he could be rehabilitated. How? Because they called him a mild sexual predator well of course and they have they have documented 14 victims yeah and that's just the documented ones the ones that came forward right that's not those kids in thailand that he talked about right that's not the kids that they don't know about yeah how many are there how many are there or the seven-year-old he said tell me about her yeah yeah they're victims too absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. it's gross it's so gross he will um when he gets out, I don't know, maybe he's too cowardly, but a lot of times those folks will um, just, you know, eliminate themselves from the world mm-hmm. because of the pressure of the weight of their sin and how other people will treat them. Yeah, he'll just move to a different country and Thailand. Out. Maybe he'll go to Thailand. He'll, he knows he can get – he talked about how great Thailand was, how easy it was to get what you wanted over there. That made me – so sad and so sick. It made me so sad. Those kids. Yeah. Those kids have no idea. It's horrible. Well, I promise we're <sighs> going to watch something fun next time. I don't know what. I wish you would let us watch Barney or something fun. Well, Barney, apparently there was like. Is he bad murder too? Murder and stuff. And it like people were like. Barney getting, murdered somebody? No, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't watch it all. I, like I watched like the first 15 oh, minutes man. or something. No, he didn't murder anybody. But there was like murder threats and. It got, I don't know. I mean, he I got on my it. nerves, too. There's there's a new Judy Bloom documentary coming out. <gasps> Did you used to read? You don't, you're not a reader. Did you used to read Judy Bloom? Super fudge. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Of There's course. a new documentary Ramona? about. Ramona? Yes, yes. Yeah. There's a new one on her coming out um, at the end of this month on Prime, I think. Okay. So that might be a good one. There's another one. We got to do the Murdoch's. Oh, we do have to do them. I tried watching the Murdoch's, and I did. I, mean, I haven't watched all of it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much. There's a lot. There's so it much. It would be several episodes, I think. Oh, my gosh. I don't know that I could handle lots of episodes, but no. 
I mean, that's, I mean, of the same subject. We have to give the people what they want. <laughs> every we condense six, it? Every six months. Can, <laughs> <laughs> can we condense it? P- people have asked me if we're going to do the Murdaws, but it's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. It's, it's yeah. a lot. And I have not kept up. The first, the literally the first thing I've heard about it, other than I knew Alec Murdaugh was on trial for murder. I didn't know who he had killed. I didn't know anything about anything other than his name was when I started watching that documentary on Netflix. Yeah. Um, can we give a, a, a new show suggestion? We should have a show suggestion corner. That's, sure. That's hard for me to say. Okay. Show suggestion. Are you going to tell them? Show suggestions. Sure. Corner. <laughs> show suggestions. Sure. Show sh- so late it's show suggestion corner okay we could probably come up with a better name for that but (laughs) (laughs) misty's tv happy hour i don't know um so there's this new show that we both like a lot it's called jury Jury duty and basically the premise is it is a live court case with a 12 person jury Two alternates, um, except for everybody on there's an actor except for one guy. <laughs> so awesome. And he has no idea what's going on. It's so awesome. And y'all, he's the nicest guy ever. Yes. I, like, and every time something happens, and he's so, I'm not going to give it away because no, y'all want to watch it. But And I've only watched two episodes, and I've loved it oh, so much. Oh, you haven't even gotten to the good ones. Yeah, I haven't even gotten to the good ones. But it, it gets, like, they'll put him in these, like, ridiculous situations yeah. and he's so not he just goes along with it so where is it i don't even remember where i was it's on prime it. it's on prime okay yeah yeah all right so it's called Jury i've got to go back and watch more i'm gonna see if i'm, I'm gonna go upstairs and see if there's about like six me. episodes so far but okay. i think they keep releasing them well i'm gonna go upstairs and see if Roto watch it with me because he's not seen it i don't think he knows anything about it it's really funny okay. wake up we're not well, done yet sorry. we're not done <laughs> it's <laughs> really funny all right, listen, this was a little bit of a short one today. Well, we tried to blaze through it without getting trauma. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm scarred. I'm going to have nightmares. Why don't you guys tell us what you want us to do? I mean, we know we've heard about the Murdaws, that you want us to do that. They do tell us sometimes, and then we're like, we don't want to do that. Yeah, well, we, we reserve the right to decline your suggestions. Right. <laughs> we, we reserve the right to refuse service. All right, it's time to say goodnight or good afternoon, wherever you are. I'm or ex- good morning. I'm exhausted. I know. Maybe if we didn't talk two hours beforehand. I know. Okay. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank Bye. you. Bye.